Happy New Year, listeners. I'm glad to be back after a holiday break, and I am looking forward to bringing you new cases, updates on previous cases, and collaborations from folks in the field this year. This week, I have an update from Desiree Tinoco, and then I have a short segment on news from around the state. I'm Renee Nelson, and this is Unsolved Wyoming. Happy New Year, Desiree. How are you? I'm wonderful. Happy New Year to you as well. I hope your break was good. It was good. I think it was restful and, well, who am I kidding? It was not restful. Is it ever restful with toddlers? But it was a very nice break. Seeing uh, your babies open up Christmas gifts is probably one of the funnest things ever. Yeah, I'm sure they keep you really busy. They look like a handful, but adorable. (laughs) adorable handful. That's absolutely right. All right. Well, what updates do you have for us from DCI? Sure. So since we last spoke, 13 cases have been resolved off of DCI's database. Uh, Rock Springs Police Department also asked for assistance from the public via Facebook in locating a runaway juvenile. They were found a short time later. And DCI has added four new cases to their database. Francesca West, age 14, was last seen December 25th in Cheyenne. She's a white female, approximately 5 foot, 130 pounds, with hazel eyes and brown hair. She's known to have a tattoo on her middle finger of her left hand of a cross. She also has her nose pierced. Anyone with information, please contact the Cheyenne Police Department at 307-637-6500. Selena Gutierrez, age 15, was last seen December 17th in Lander. She's a Native American female, approximately 5'1", 130 pounds, with brown eyes and black hair. She was last seen wearing a black sweater, black jeans. Anyone with information, please contact the Lander PD at 307-332-3131. Ethan Blair, age 17, was last seen December 5th at the Denver International Airport. He's a white male, approximately 5'10", 153 pounds, with blue eyes and black hair. He was last seen wearing a white hoodie, blue jeans, black and white checkered shoes. Anyone with information, please contact the Bighorn County Sheriff's Office at 307-568-2324. And of course, with all cases, you can contact Wyoming DCI at 307-777- 7181. They also have the option to submit tips anonymously on their website. Excellent, Desiree. Thank you so much for those updates. It's fantastic to hear that 13 cases have been resolved as always. Yeah, I was really excited to see that. I, To be honest, I haven't been paying attention much to the numbers, just keeping track of them as they come in. And once I kind of started going through all my notes, realizing how many cases had been resolved, I was just really, you know, happy and surprised to see that. I think it's kind of normal right before Christmas, uh, kids are getting out of school, you see a lot more runaways and a lot of that kind of turnover. So it's good to see they're back home and safe. And we don't have that many new cases over the last few weeks that have stuck around. Absolutely. Well, Desiree, we'll talk to you next week.
There are a lot of interesting updates that are coming from around this date early this new year that I wanted to make sure were on your radar. First, I wanted to share with you about a documentary that is being premiered at Sundance, and it's called Murder in Bighorn, which is set on the Crow and Northern Cheyenne Reservations in Western Montana. And this film, I've been following some of these stories for a really long time now. And so they're specifically covering the cases of Selena Not Afraid, 16, who was found dead in Bighorn County, Kaysera Stops Pretty Places, 18, who was found dead in Hardin, and then Henny Scott, 14, who was found dead near Lame Deer, and Harding, 19, who was last seen in Billings in 2018. And so Ivan and Ivy MacDonald, um, our siblings of the Black and Blackfeet filmmakers, helped produce the series. And they really wanted to make sure that they highlight this crisis of, as we know, the missing uh, Indigenous of missing or murdered Indigenous women. And it's a, hu it's a huge part of not only just the Montana um, state, but a huge issue in Wyoming as well as we know from the coverage that Gabby Petito received. And as a result, you know, this conversation occurred that within the last, you know, I can't remember how many years, but that we've had almost like 800 missing um, Indigenous people, you know, we can't we can't locate. So this is going to be premiering at Sundance and the which is the largest independent film festival in the US on January 22nd. But the really exciting thing is it will be available to view online from January 24th to 29th and will premiere on Showtime as well. So I'll make sure I post this article to my Facebook page so that way you can find the link. It's going to have the the link for you to be able to watch it as well. You know, I think one of the things that even if we feel helpless in this, we can sign petitions, we can watch, you know, these documentaries, we can show our support in knowing the stories. And and that's definitely, you know, my mission behind my podcast, right, is we got to know these people's stories. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Next up is the update on the foot found in Yellowstone. And so I don't know if you remember the story. We briefly mentioned it uh, late this summer that mid-August a foot was found around the 50-foot deep hot spring, the Abyss Pool, where temperatures reach up to 140 degrees. And as of right now, there are no solid clues as to what happened to the missing man. And they have identified him since then, and his name, Ilhan Rowe of Los Angeles. And so they were able to identify him through DNA samples. They also located in his vehicle a laptop computer, notebooks, and handwriting in the man's car, but no suicide note. So again, they're still clueless as to what happened, but are, you know, obviously making some small breaks in that they identified who it is and, and so on and so forth. So keep an eye out for updates on that story. The last thing that I wanted to mention is, as you know, the Irene Gakwa case is very near and dear to me. It was the first case that I covered on the podcast. I have been following this case, you know, even before I had Kennedy, Wynina, Irene's brother on the podcast. And the most recent update is that yesterday, January 5th, Nathan Heitman appeared in a pretrial hearing that addressing the issues of him being charged with five felonies against Irene, her mysterious disappearance. 
These charges include allegedly transferring over $3,600 from her bank account and maxing out her credit card in over 90 separate transactions, as well as changing her password to her bank account and deleting her Gmail account. And so if you don't know the story, go back and listen to my very first episode. It was released June 3rd and Kennedy tells, you know, everything that was up to that point leading up to the investigation uh, of Irene's disappearance, but as well as who Irene, you know, is as a person, you know, and so, and I think that's really critical to right when we're following these cases is that it's not necessarily just about Nathan and, and that he's the one at the focus of this, but that there is a real person on the other end of this, and that is Irene. And so the other thing that came out of this as well is that they are requesting a 10, 10 consecutive day trial, but then also too, as a result of this being quote unquote, a high profile case that has made national headlines, including CNN, that they don't want the pretrial exposure of a selected jury to weigh against, you know, obviously to impede a fair trial. And so they're also maybe potentially seeking a uh, change in venue. And this is a good thing. I think a lot of people are not necessarily frustrated with this aspect, but frustrated in how long this is taking. I understand that. But this is a good thing. And I think one of the things one aspect of this to remember is that, you know, by making sure Nathan Heitman gets a fair trial on these charges, there's less room for an appeal later on. So keep that in mind. Again, you know, making sure that we're supporting, you know, the Wainina family and Irene Gakwa in this by keeping our eyes out. And again, if anybody knows anything about Irene's disappearance, make sure that you report that to Gillette PD or DCI. Thank you so much for joining me in my first episode of 2023. And I look forward to bringing you new content. I do have a full case coming for you next week. And I'm really just, this story is is really important to tell. So I can't wait to share it with you. So that way we can bring, you know, a cold case back to the forefront and maybe we can help. Just maybe. I'll talk to you next week.